Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Zendependently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I truly hope you enjoy this episode. Before we get into the episode, here's a brief word from our sponsor, Anchor, and a disclaimer. Enjoy the episode. The views and opinions expressed by past, present, and future guests of Zendependently Minded have not been expressed by me, and they may not be shared by me. The views and opinions that I express on Zendependently Minded are, of course, satirical. Come on, guys. If this is a hard concept for you to grasp and you're listening to this episode and you're confused, stop, take a deep breath, and do this thought experiment. If you like what I said, maybe you can assume and you can tell yourself that it's my real opinion. If you don't like what I said, just convince yourself that this is satire, because this podcast is satire. And this is, of course, a character. Nobody would have these real opinions, would they? Anyway, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the episode. How's it going, guys? It's your boy, Sam Smith's Nipple Tassels, back at it with another episode of Zendependently Minded. Can I just say two things before we get into the episode? Uh, first of all, here's a here's a, a, a sneak peek at the two topics that I'm going to talk about today, because I was going to talk a lot about um, something else, but I decided I didn't really need to waste time on it. But I'm going to be talking about uh, the U.S. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy and some pretty interesting comments he made recently, and I'm going to be talking about this spy balloon, the Chinese spy balloon. But first thing I wanted to say, first things first, am I the only one who who thinks that Sam Smith is a bit much, he's a bit of a degenerate, in my opinion, and I like some of his songs. I liked his songs before he, like, went to Bilderbergs and then sold his soul to the devil so he could become a, a they, them, or whatever. He has a couple of good songs. I liked him back back in the day when before before he turned like really gross and really weird and I mean whatever. Teach their own. If you're into that kind of thing, if you like the nipple tassels and the 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 very unhealthy fat overweight body and the 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 I don't know. If you're into the sexually provocative whales, go for it. That's I'm not going to shame you for it. I just it's a bit much. I mean, the guy already had a successful career. He was already popular, but I guess he didn't really become popular until he, like, changed his gender and talk, started talking about weird shit, uh, as as some people would call it, uh, mentally ill stuff, like wearing nipple tassels and whatever. I mean, I'm not saying you're mentally ill if you wear nipple tassels, but watch music videos for this guy. He's He's got some interesting things, uh, but... I mean, I guess, I guess the little bit of fame that he was getting in the beginning wasn't enough because, I mean, the guy has a golden voice. He has a great voice and he, he has great talent, but I guess that wasn't enough. So he sold his soul to the devil or something, ate a couple little kids and then started wearing nipple tassels. And now he's, he's big. He's, you can't go anywhere without hearing his music, uh, whether you like it or not. The other thing I wanted to talk about is. I predicted this, well, at the beginning of the season, I predicted the Falcons would go to the Super Bowl because I always predict the Falcons would go to the Super Bowl because I'm a, a big Falcons fan. But very early in the season, I told people, and including my coworkers, people that I see every single day, that it would be the Eagles versus the Chiefs for the Super Bowl. And I was right. So we're going to see what happens. I'm not going to do an episode on that. I haven't done an episode on the NFL since... 
probably within the, my first 10 episodes I had with this podcast back when the pandemic started and I had absolutely nothing to talk about and just wanted just was throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. Anyway, let's get into the episode. This, of course, is going to be a short episode because there's only two things that I found that were worthy of being talked about. Number one. U.S. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy says he believes 13 years old is too young for children to be on social media platforms. Kids are still developing their identity, and he wants parents to not let their children use social media until 16 to 18 years old. I agree 100%. This is something that I have I have felt needed to be said more, um, needed to be actually practiced more. By parents of today but at the end of the day parents have the right to raise their kids how they see fit I don't have children yet so I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know the the secrets to the trade but I know one thing I use social media I use social media before I was 18 years old I wasn't really allowed to have social media growing up but once I got it it was a very addicting thing, especially as a young developing kid. I have always been kind of introverted, didn't really, was never the first person to talk and make friends. So social media served as something to where I could kind of talk, like dip my toe in the water and talk to people, you know, without having to speak to them face to face, which was a win-win because I'm awkward. I don't really know how to start conversation, but also I, I, I tend to get bored easily especially with conversation, I tend to, I don't know, all the, all the, all the, the things that people don't like in a, in a, in a, in a partner, in a conversation, um, I probably do it. I usually understand what someone's trying to say. I interrupt them, try to finish their sentences. Uh, it's, it's hard for me to pay attention to someone who talks for a long time, which is ironic because I have a podcast where I expect people to listen to me for a long time, but Anyway, social media was, was, I thought, something useful, but now I, I, I've gone from thinking social media is fine to social media is a tool like any to where I genuinely believe the world would be a better place without social media. The only reason I have it is to promote this podcast and to stay in touch with family because I decided to move to Russia and become a, a, uh, an advisor to Putin. So I need to stay in touch with my family, and I do that through WhatsApp and Facebook. Do you know WhatsApp counts as social media? Do you know their statuses on WhatsApp? I thought, I thought I just think that's weird. People can't go two fucking seconds without putting their statuses on eight different profiles. I don't get how you keep up with that shit. And yes, I know you have this option. Oh, you can connect all of your accounts together. I tried it, and I don't like it. I tried it and I don't like it because it shows my my real name and it's like, here's your social security number so you can post three things at the same time. Fuck that shit. That's stupid. Anyway, I agree 100% with the U.S. Attorney General. Not only, I, I wish that people didn't need social media at all, but I understand why people might benefit from it. Like I just, like I gave one example for me. It's nice because you can get memes, whatever. Is that really, I mean, you could get memes on the normal internet, but I agree a hundred percent, especially it's especially cruel and it's hard on girls because girls are already competitive 
animals and so are men but we're not as brutal with each other we've we've learned to not to put the rock down and not bash each other's heads over mates and stuff like we used to but women are so competitive just look at your just look at any girl that you go out with maybe not your mom but go if you're with your girlfriend or your wife or maybe even like me this is this is when i first started seeing it. when i would go to the store with my sister i'll see my sister like staring down other girls that she saw from her school and she'd be like i don't like the way she looked at me oh she's i don't like her she's rude she thinks she's so pretty just just from standing there uh, a woman can can come to some pretty crazy conclusions how do they know this i don't know but i'll i'll take their word for it because i don't understand a damn thing that that women are trying to to uh get across when with with just looks i'm not good at taking those type of cues i think a lot of other uh, men would agree with me and and say they feel the same way but anyway women are already very competitive when when you're going through when you're growing up you're going through all these changes you have you're you're building your identity your self-confidence is maybe up one day and then maybe down the next day you're comparing yourself to other girls already on the regular in person and then you have social media gives you unhealthy expectations especially if you don't have involved parents i was blessed to have involved parents i didn't really have the issue i'm talking about with comparing myself to to other people as far as like physical traits and stuff i really only was like oh i wish i could be i wish i could talk to girls like that guy i wish i was confident i wish i could make eye contact i wish i could this i wish i could that but with girls, that stuff can really beat you down. It can really make you feel bad. And it's not just that, but it's addicting. It it's a, And it's a huge waste of time. And, it, and the time that you waste goes by so quick when you're on social media. Believe me, I know. I sometimes catch myself scrolling through Instagram reels, looking at tattoos and shit, stupid stuff, when I could be doing something much better, much more productive. And then an hour passes. And I'm like, holy shit, that's a whole hour that I just lost. And what did I gain? Nothing. I didn't gain anything. I saw stuff that I've already seen. I've seen memes that I've already seen. It's a waste of time. And then it also, also the, you know, there's the effect of the blue light on your brain. Uh, it affects your attentiveness, your tension span. It affects your energy. It affects your mental health period. It affects your eyesight. There's, there's just, there's so many things, so many pitfalls of social media and not many benefits honestly there's not many benefits i can see if you're one of those people that has mastered the post and ghost as joe rogan might call it or just being able to use the good juice the good out of social media and not and not give a shit about the rest the same way that i do like i said i only have social media for family and for promoting the podcast i would not have an instagram and a twitter if it wasn't for the podcast i would only have a facebook and probably would only have Messenger installed and not even go on Facebook. Anyway, but th- but th- I'm talking about adults. Adults that have their that that have practiced this and that have control over their lives and they have restraint. Kids can't do this. Kids' brains are still fully forming. They don't know what they want. It changes from one day to the next, maybe within the same day. There's you know, relentless bullying. There's doxing. And also another big thing is that every single kid has angst 
and crazy coming-of-age thoughts that they're probably going to put on social media. (sighs) Silly story. But like I said, I wasn't allowed to have social media, but there was a time that I snuck on Facebook without my parents knowing. Ended up getting caught, and I said a lot of stupid shit. A lot of stupid stuff. And when they say that the internet is permanent, they're not kidding. You can delete your profile, you can delete your posts, but you bet your ass someone screenshot it, screen record it, there's there's data that's out there on the internet. There is old pages that I that I've made where I tried to promote the podcast or I tried to get on a, a list to become a guest on another podcast or I needed guests on my podcast. And I've deleted those profiles years ago, but you can still find some weird like carbon copies of them on the internet. It's the same thing with Facebook posts. Kids don't need to be on social media for any reason, for, for no reason at all. There's no reason a kid should be on social media. Your brain's still fully forming. And thank God I didn't have social media for longer because the things that I said would 100% get me look weird looks in the streets, possibly uh, not getting jobs, even though they were said when I was a kid and that's not how it should work at all because every third, like I said, every kid has angsty, stupid thoughts. Just look at Jaden Smith's weird-ass tweets where he's like, oh, if you did, 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 you know, his fake pseudo-deep shit. So I would agree with this 100%. My wife does too. I've talked about this many times before. We're not, and you know, she's going to school. She's learning about uh, child development, child education. So we've talked about, you know, not, not even exposing our kid to electronics for the first, I don't know, year or two, if that's even possible. Definitely not letting them on social media, for sure. People are predators. You got pervs on the internet. You know, like like Kanye said in, uh, I don't remember the song, the song off EA where he said, I know it's pervs all on the net. It's true. All in the comments. You want to vomit. That's your baby. You love her to death. Yeah, it's, it's completely true. Um, I hope that doesn't get copyright striked. There's only like four lyrics. Um, yeah. If you can, if you can, that's the other thing. If you do give your, if you're, if you give, giving your kid a phone is a whole different thing. If your kid, if you work, if you have a long commute, if your kid takes the bus home, he has after school activities, uh, they do sports, it's different letting them have a phone. And it's all about whether or not you can actually monitor and regulate their activity on the phones. That is a whole nother challenge in and of itself because I know this because I was a kid at one time. If I wanted to get something, if I wanted to watch that YouTuber I wasn't allowed to watch, if I wanted to watch that rated R movie I wasn't allowed to watch, I was going to find a way to do it. Kids are savvy. People are savvy. They're going to do what they want to do. So that's a whole nother thing. But if you're able to regulate your kids, it, maybe they have social media, but you regulate it. That's what my parents did when I was growing up. They they checked my social media before I was allowed to check it. That's, that's better. That's better too. But I think... Uh, you know, as a personal choice, as it stands now, me saying this with no kids, I'm going to try to keep my kids away from social media. And I think it's beneficial. It's completely beneficial. It's beneficial to not have it at all. The only thing I can really see that you would need it for is networking. But if a company really wants you to network, use LinkedIn. Uh, use LinkedIn. Use Indeed. Use, what's the other one? Glassdoor. Use those instead of Facebook. But yeah. I mean, it's all up to you. Kids, that's that's the great thing about being a parent in the United States is you get to, except for when it comes to vaccines, 
<laughs> don't get me started again. I, I just I just had to include vaccines. I had to talk about them. It's like it's like CNN with Donald Trump. Just had to bring them up. Uh, yeah, that's the great thing. Besides vaccines, as a parent, you mostly get complete freedom over what you get to do with your kid. So that's good, I guess. Moving on to the next thing, the last topic I wanted to talk about. So apparently there was a balloon and not like a, not like a, a, an it balloon just made out of rubber. That was for some reason what I thought when I first saw this story, because I didn't really think about it. I was just like, why is everyone, whenever there's like a a big trending news story, if I'm scrolling on Twitter, all of a sudden, all these comics, all these comedians that I follow will start making tweets about him. And I'm like, the fuck is this balloon bullshit? I don't care about the balloon. The 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 lunar the Chinese New Year's over. Why are we still sending balloons? I I just didn't care. And then I looked into it and I was like, oh wow, this is actually a good story. Not only because it's interesting, but also because it gives me something to talk about on the podcast. But so there was a balloon that was floating over the northwestern. It started in the northwest and then ended up getting shot down over South Carolina. There was a balloon that was floating over some critical military bases in the Northwest, including over, it floated over um, Montana. There's a lot of bases in Montana, apparently, that hold some missile silos. I think, you know, I didn't Google this at all, because I don't know if this is something that you should Google. I didn't Google, oh, do they hold nukes in Montana? But I think that's where they might hold some nukes. I'm sure there's a couple spots, but that's just a guess. So we had this balloon that was floating over. It was identified, I don't know how, actually. I don't know how this was identified as a Chinese balloon. Maybe China just straight up said, oh, that's our balloon. But anyways, it was it was floating over some critical areas. People were rightfully freaked out. And China, China was pressed on this. Antony Blinken was supposed to be going to visit China. He ended up postponing it because of this. Everybody was condemning it. You know, Biden was saying this is this isn't okay. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. Uh, Secretary of Defense spoke on it, and China said, "Oh, this is this is not a spy plane. We promise. This is just an accident. This is a, a meteor meteorological meteorological blah, blah blah blah. It's basically something to study the weather, and we lost control of it, and it veered off course. The, those comments there. Um, remember those for later. So." Blah, blah, blah. There's a frenzy. The The United States military got an order from Biden. They said as soon as this is safe to shoot down without harming people because there's, you know, this thing is heavy. It's made of metal. Uh, if we shoot this over a city, it could kill people. So once it's safe to shoot down, let's shoot it down. Once it reached over some water in South Carolina, they ended up shooting it down. And I'm sure they're going to retrieve the parts to see, you know, what, what exactly this balloon was tasked to do, um, whether it was actually a spy balloon, whatever. I, from the get-go, believed it was a spy balloon, because I wouldn't be surprised. Yes, China already is spying on us through every single bit of technology we have. They're probably listening to this podcast right now. They're they're definitely stealing my data that's being sold by Facebook. They're looking at my, my cache and my cookies on my browser history. They're looking at, I don't have TikTok, but they are looking at everybody's TikToks. But this now, so they got the data on the individuals. They might not be using it now, but they'll use it in the future, I'm sure. But then now, but now they're sending spy balloons to get some 
critical information on military bases across the United States. That is dangerous. I am completely happy with the way that the U.S. handled it. We we spoke we spoke to China, asked them what the fuck's going on, didn't like their answer, and decided once it's safe to do so, let's shoot this bitch out of the sky. The response from China was that they were upset. They said this is unacceptable. They kind of kind of gave a little bit of a threat, and they said we reserve the right to not speak on this. And that makes me that basically confirms in my mind that this was a spy balloon because they said we lost control of it. It veered off course. What was the, what was America supposed to do? Just let it keep floating and become a hazard for power lines, for critical infrastructure, for military infrastructure, for planes. We're supposed to just let it fly through across the United States. Who knows how long that's going to take? This confirms to me that this is a spy balloon. They got upset that we shot down a... What were we supposed to do? Just let it flow back? That's... Who's to say that's going to happen? Who's to say it doesn't veer into another country and become their problem? Now America's getting shit on because we didn't handle it properly. This was 100% a spy balloon, and the end is nigh. I... I mean, I don't, I don't really know what else to say. I'm, this is a this is a continuously developing story. I know we have, there's a few uh, military, I think there was a famous, a big powerful military general in the United States military that recently said he predicts that America will go to war with China in 2025 because Xi Jinping just uh, locked in a third term and a bunch of other bullshit. So we got, we got Americans that are filling, writing their pocket, their they are signing checks. They're getting checks signed. They're probably getting campaign gar- donation guarantees if they start wars with China, if they start wars with Russia, whatever. War is money. War is money. I just heard a figure from Sagar and Jetty, who uh, does the uh, crystal, uh, what do you call it? They do Breaking Points, the one of the best political podcasts that you could listen to. I wholeheartedly believe that them and Jimmy Dore are the best political podcasts you can listen to. So we've spent more on aid to Ukraine than we spent in Afghanistan. I want to say than we spent in Iraq. That we more money than we spent in Vietnam from the 1950 all the way through to like 1975. So the Vietnam War was cheaper. The, the, lose, the Vietnam War that we lost was cheaper than the aid that we sent to Ukraine. The How many years? 10, 11 years that we spent in Afghanistan was cheaper than the less than year of aid that we've sent to Ukraine. The Iraq War was cheaper than the aid that we've sent to Ukraine. That makes me think that Russia is at least perceived as bigger of a threat than all of those other places, or the military-industrial complex has gotten out of control. One or the other. It could also be both. But, yeah, we'll just have to see how this plays out. You know, Ukraine is asking for more and more aid because Russia's closing in on, on some some more uh, in integral cities in Ukraine's infrastructure. Oh, man, it's, it's exhausting. It's, it really is exhausting, but... We're going to have to see how it plays out. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. Guys, don't forget, merch. Merch is still up. 
I'm still contemplating whether this is going to be a limited campaign or if I'm just going to leave this up forever. I still have, I have a couple orders that are in production. I have a couple more that are, that are processing. I have things, I have the merch being made fresh. It's take, it's going to take a little while because it's high quality stuff. Head over to the link in the description. It's on Spreadshirt. I made the, the, the prices are as, as cheap as I could possibly make it. 100% of the proceeds are being donated to the Child Mind Institute. Head over to Zendependently Minded on Spreadshirt. Link will be in the description. Get yourself some merch. Support the podcast. Support the Child Mind Institute. And stay safe. Stay healthy. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. As always, stay safe. Stay away from those crazies out there. Thank you. Thank you.